On SENQ, it's the greatest wicketkeeper to don the gloves for Queensland, Ian Healy. You're listening to Patton Hills on SENQ, 6.93am. We've been giving away tickets to the big one for the Raw tomorrow night, or yeah. 6.45 it is, uh, down there at KO Stadium. They're playing the ladder-leading Melbourne City. We've got the Brisbane coach, Warren Moon, joining us, uh, who's about to make a big announcement. Uh, uh, Warren, good morning to you. Morning, uh, gents. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you do have a press conference a little later on this morning, and uh, you've got an Austrian midfielder, yeah. Marcel Canardi. Is that how I pronounce it? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, um, that's right. I'm, 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 uh, like you said, there's a press conference this morning, so uh, I think uh, also we'll chat all things Melbourne City, but uh, yeah, there'll be an announcement about the player signing. So just tell me one I'm intrigued by this. How do you find an Austrian midfielder coming to you via a Croatian club? Do you have spies all over the world? <laughs> Look, I think uh, that's probably it. We've got uh, networks and scouting um, people that uh, look into different markets. And we were, we were looking for a certain profile of player. So um, it narrows your search uh, engine down, I suppose. And we've obviously got software programs that can actually... Uh, get us good information and, and footage on players all around the world also. Yeah, okay. And were you always planning on uh, Rico, Rico Lu leaving? Uh, look, uh, I think that one's still being discussed. Uh, you know, I don't think that's finalised okay. yet. But with, with everything, it's, um, it's uh, football moves quickly and uh, it's um, an opportunity for a few boys in this window to maybe go taste European experience. And obviously, I think I've said before, you know, obviously, um, this league, you know, what it's about, it gives its opportunities to people. So if they can springboard that and go into Europe, um, we as a club probably don't want to stand in their way either. But, uh, yeah, it's, um, there's a bit of movement. Like I said, uh, we'll probably uh, make an announcement today and, you know, hopefully next week uh, might be some more announcements. Yes, well, so is that replacing uh, Charlie Austin? Uh, no, uh, the player coming into midfielder, so he's more an attacking midfielder. So um, it's probably an area that we needed to strengthen anyway. So uh, we're delighted to have Marcelo. So that'll be uh, a good addition for the squad. And and what about the ease? Um, is is Brisbane an attractive um, uh, you know uh, option for players? Do you feel, do, or do you is it difficult to sign players? I think it heals. I think it's both. I think, uh, you know, as, depending on what market you're looking in and where they're coming from, yep. it might not always be the easiest to sell the A-League, but then when you sell Queensland and Brisbane, it's a pretty easy sell. So once people get here and, and see and obviously live here, um, it's a pretty livable city. So uh, uh, from that perspective, it's not hard to sell that. Now, it's been going along pretty well, and we've mm. just hit a little submerged log the last couple of weeks, haven't we? And then they throw the ladder, then they throw the ladder leaders at you. Yeah, that's right. What what uh, better time to face uh, probably the best team in the land after two losses and a short turnaround? So uh, no, no. Look, it's uh, look, eight or nine games undefeated, and then we had um, uh, a couple of losses on the on a road trip to, to Melbourne and, and sorry to Perth, and then just a short turnaround coming back, which made it difficult for us uh, just with the squad uh, numbers we had available and some injuries. So. Uh, but no excuses. We've got a really good test tomorrow night against Melbourne City. Um, and I think uh, what we've learned a lot from that night when we played them in round two. So 
Uh, we'll be keen to test our wares against, uh, I guess, probably the, the benchmark team in the comp. Yeah, Warren, you're only one point out of the six. Um, there's a lot to like about what you've done this year. Yeah, look, I don't think... I, look, we didn't get too carried away when we were sat in third and fourth a few weeks back, and we haven't got uh, too despondent about where we are now. We're very calm, and we know that uh, we're right in the mix. We're fighting for everything at the moment. So uh, we just need to make sure that we just... Uh, Keep doing what we're doing. Keep working hard. Go on the run of games. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. We've we, we just we've got to go on the run of games at some stage, whether it's two or three wins back to back, just to um, keep accumulating and picking up the points. And I think we'll be there or thereabouts to make the six in the finals this year. And I mean that's crucial, isn't it? As you said, I mean you turn those couple of the, those run of draws that you had into just two or three wins in a row, and suddenly you, you're right up there near the top of the table. Yeah, it's really close. I mean, like I said, apart from Melbourne City, who've probably just got a gap on the rest of the comp, there's not too much uh, between the rest of the teams. So <clears throat> on our day, we're a match for anyone, and it really is fine margins. You know, we when you look at the, the Perth game, we weren't too bad there, but a couple of decisions, a, a, a deflected goal and an unlucky send-off, and we come away with nothing. But, but the margins have been close for us in the last few weeks, and if we can just get the margins going our way, uh, picking up some points, I think it, it helps massively. Oh, brilliant, mate. Are there any names you'd like to expose to our listeners? You know, I like to, you know, talk talk a few of your boys up. Look, I think uh, in the last few weeks, um, as a collective, we've done really well. But I think, you know, we've seen the emergence of Carlo Armiente. He's played very well, mm. um, which is really pleasing to see. And I think Kai Truen. Kai Truen's been magnificent for us all season. He's a young player that's come through our academy all the way into our first team. And yeah. He's definitely one that's he's stood up this year. I think he's someone, and I think I said this before, but we probably don't talk enough about him because um, he's one of those players that does all the work that people maybe don't know this on the field, but he's been magnificent for us. Good stuff. Well, mate, we, we wish you the best of luck. There's been plenty of interest when we've had the tickets on, uh, online on the show this week. Uh, it's against Melbourne City. It's at KO Stadium. It's tomorrow night at 645 and it's an important one for the Raw, so get along and support them. That's the coach, Warren Moon, who will be hosting a press conference in the next couple of hours uh, to announce uh, a new signing for the club. Thank you, mate. Thanks, Warren. Thanks, boys. Cheers. See ya. Really appreciate it. Hope they go well. Now, uh, just mm. before we go to the news, Hills, you, you wanted to delve back into Clint Newton, uh, talking about this, uh, the CBA. Well, it's, it's, it's open warfare pretty much at the moment with the NRL. Um Wanting to work more, wanting more for, for working more. So let's listen to Clint Newton, the boss of the RLPA. It's really about players want agreement that if you're going to extend their work obligations and their hours of work, e.g. if you're going to increase the number of matches or the weeks in which they are having to work, then that needs to be agreed. If you're going to increase the fines and sanctions on players, that needs to be agreed. Yeah, it's a new world, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That uh, I would have thought uh, the NRL can explain that quite nicely. We've we've increased you by twenty five percent, so it's the agreement and it's the control over these decisions that the employee wants now, mm. and it, it is the new world. I wonder how that does stack up in workplace law. Yeah, you were giving me a run through as we were driving into work the other day about the cricket and how they handled injuries, injured players, and all that sort of thing. You don't think it should be that hard for the, the RLPA and the NRL to work this out? No. Get get three or four of the best uh, organisations in the world and, and, and their policies 
and have a look at it. Which one of these do we like, or do we want bits of bits of all those for and make ours even better than the others? You, mm. you know, and that's a that's a half day meeting, and it should be it should be able to be decided upon. I don't like I don't like in uh, that a player has to have all his operations in one year after retiring mm. in a rugby league career. Come on, there's going to be complications for let's say I'd say I'd give them five years with that policy. But for some reason, they've squeezed it into one. I'm not agreeing to that. that. That's for sure. So that's one that I think the players can win. Okay. Yeah, it's it's intensely interesting, and I think it's going to get even more intense. Yeah, so. Both both sides are quite reasonable as men and, and negotiators. But So why can't it get done? Some, who's hiding what? Mm. Okay. It's just gone 8.30. We'd love to hear from you this morning. We've still got a half an hour of the show uh, to go. And, of course, you can get home through on that Brighton Homes open line, 13, 13, 55. I think that's the one you can also use for the heat tickets unless they've already gone. Jack's uh, leaving. I think Jack's actually <laughs> leaving the building. To <laughs> the truth. He's going home <laughs> a half an hour earlier. Let's get to the news with Vanessa.